0: The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. Holy shit, how it's been a couple of months, but we are here. I blame just life on the road and a whole list of other things. Uh, I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian. With me this week is Aaron Mills, a.k.a. Dubious Khan. And we have somebody sitting in for Kat this week. She is off doing things, so we have Namio here.
1: What's up?
0: If you followed my stuff for a while, Namio was my co-host on the Port Charlie podcast for a while.
1: Yes, I was.
0: Yeah, and you also- I haven't
1: haven't watched General Hospital in years, though.
0: (laughs) I actually have kept up with it on the uh, GH Report podcast, which- they, they, they do a good job filling in that, that gap there. so. Cool. <laughs> you know, they had Colonel Sanders on the show recently. Oh, really? Yes.
2: <laughs> and he's that action. sounds like something now, we, they would now, do. Hang on. Which one? Because there's several different colonels now, depending on which type of chicken they're trying to plug.
0: I think this one was played by George something or other. It, it wasn't Reba. That's all I know. George Hamilton. Yes, thank you.
2: Yeah, they well have known. Hmm? Oh. well known for his and man in Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have him just walking around in, in Port Charles, supposed to be running from some guys that are some some uh how, what is it? I want to say cabal, but that's not the right word. But uh, from some organization that wants the secret recipe, so he has one of the characters hide it in one of her books that's been hollowed out, and it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you could literally have done anything with the character, and you have him do that. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> sure.
1: Makes about as much sense as any of the other plots on the show.
0: Yeah. I mean – I mean – how, how you know, you could have done anything. You still have a Cassidyne running around. You could be like, hey, how about we have them, like, try and, and control weather again? Nah, we've, <laughs> we've, we've, we've done that. What about aliens? We had those before. Nah, that's two 90s. Let's have Colonel Sanders walking around. Sure. <laughs> sure, why not? Oh. So, yeah, as I mentioned, it's been a couple of months. Been on the road. Been all over the damn place. Hardly anywhere where I can meet up with, like, friends or, or even Becky. Uh it it's been a hell of a time but at least I managed to build up enough miles to get some vacation time so Woohoo. Yeah, paid vacation too. Uh Nice. Yeah. Lucky me and 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 everybody should be so lucky. And 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 I and, yes. I, don't, and I do mean that. Like like if you have a job you should be able to get paid vacation. You hear that Walmart? Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't remember if they do or not. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Which means they really should. Uh, yes. So enough about me. Uh, Aaron, how have you been the past couple of months?
2: Uh, don't. Oh. Some extremely painful personal things right now that I, I do not feel
0: like discussing. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I do not blame you. Oh, uh, and Naomi how 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 have you been cuz last time we were on a thing together with Support Charlie podcast what have you been up to all this time
1: Oh god uh how many years ago was that
0: uh less than 4 I can tell you that much I Okay
1: Let's see the last 4 years have actually been I what happened was let me try that sentence again uh I stopped making videos cuz I was depressed and <laughs> Uh, in 2015, I had a major, uh, emotional breakdown and had to go, and then I've been in therapy for like three years now and I'm in such a better place, but I don't have, uh, I don't know. I just kind of lost that drive to make reviews. Uh, YouTube kind of helped kill that with their constant copyright strikes.
0: Yeah. Oh. And everything else YouTube is doing to kill the little guy, it seems.
1: Yes. But, uh. I uh, I heartily endorse therapy. It has made me a more stable person than I've ever been before, and uh, I'm much happier than I used to be.
0: Yeah, and and speaking of therapy, I've also heard of Talkspace. I'm not sponsored by the way. That's supposed to be like your online therapy thing. You, they hooks you up with like a real therapist. You pay, you know you pay less than you do going to a physical one. I, like I say, physical one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but but it's supposed to be really good. I have it on my phone. I just have not had the guts to actually go through with it cuz I'm pretty sure I could use some myself. It's just convincing myself to actually do it.
1: That is understandable. Yeah. So oh. yeah. If you if you ever have a chance to go in person to a a good therapist, it's so worth it. Yeah. Uh but in in the absence of that, I think something like Talkspace would probably be good.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And it's especially good for those who maybe they get a little too anxious when they walk in and talk to somebody, you know, that's that sort of thing there. They can still get the help they need and not feel like everything is trying to crush them. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. So I'm not – I'm foregoing shoutouts uh, this particular time because – yeah, it's been a while. I'm pretty sure most of us probably don't have any. Unless unless Aaron has, like, a surprise shout-out that he has prepared. No. No? Okay, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Um, Oh, God. Before we get into, like, the, the news that I've put together, there are – oh, God, there's a lot that's been happening. A lot of it's depressing. I wanted to – if I wanted to, like, cover it here and there and all of that, I just never – Got the chance to do any kind of uh, file for it or what have you. But let's see. The state of the world as of record, current recording time, that is July 15th, 2018. Um, our country is run by a white supremacist. Uh, we'll just put that out there right now. Um, um, and he's going around telling Europe that, you know, saying, as of, as of today, he's saying, you know, European Union is one of his foes, even though they're our fucking allies, you idiot. But you know that's also he could be cozy with Putin, uh, and and that's a very basic view of things. By the way, there there's a lot more in depth going into it. They're wanting to uh, they're wanting to pull a Rod Rosenstein. They're wanting to impeach him. I think that is the terminology they're using. And by they I mean the GOP are wanting to impeach him because you know they're they're too busy kissing Trump's ass. So you know. Uh. Yep. Because that's what he wants. Don't, don't worry about anybody else. <laughs> yeah. And and America, you elected him. Generalized you, because well, I'm pretty sure none of us did.
1: Well, technically, America elected Hillary Clinton. The uh, Electoral College elected Donald Trump.
0: This is true. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, and then... And of course, of course, the narcissistic white supremacist fucker gets to not appoint not only one, but two Supreme Court justices. And Mitch McConnell, the same guy who said, well, you can't, you know, who, who blocked Obama from appointing Merrick Garland because election year. Oh, guess what? It's election year. That should be president, yes. right? No. McConnell's like, no, we're going to have to get him in right now. Blah, 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 blah,
1: Well, Mitch McConnell is a terrible person.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, and, but, and there is one thing but you know, that I've been hearing a lot of around going around this whole call for civility, <laughs> namely, namely people coming, namely the call coming from the right to the left or anybody who is not particularly on the right um, or, or, you know, but I, I hear it coming from the other direction too, but it's mostly what I'm seeing from the right or somebody talking to the right or about the right. And it's like you know we've tried that, and I and, yeah. and I say that in the general generalized sense, um and look where we're at, yeah, you know in in certain cases it might work. At this point, it's like no, we're going to be rude first, and then at you this know,
2: point if you give them, if you give them an inch, they're going to take the whole goddamn football field, and then the whole fucking freeway, and everything. Exactly. The Uh, time for being nice is over. I'm done. Yes.
0: Yes. It's
2: now. Well, and uh... said, you know, you're still going to have to deal with these people on an individual basis in your daily life. I work in an. I work in a job where just about sixty percent of the workforce is outright Trump supporters. I don't have a choice in that matter. Right. I have to have a job. I don't get to just cut them off and walk away. Right. Okay. So, you know what we do? We all have an unspoken agreement. I've, you know, we've gotten, we've, things have gotten heated a couple of times and then I just stopped everything and said, okay, look, it's obvious. I'm not going to convince you of anything. You're not going to convince me of anything. Let's just all agree to not discuss politics at work so we can actually get on with our job. And everybody agreed to that. And that's fair. Are there a couple of comments made from time to time that I kind of go, you know what I do? I do in fact, shut up about it and don't point it out because it's like by and large it's a minor thing it's usually an offhand comment and i know they're not actually being malicious it's just like okay fine let's get on with it on larger scale yeah so let's just i'm gonna say one of the biggest problems that i have right now i'm just gonna say it right out to both sides of the spectrum fuck your ideological purity okay
1: yes oh my god
2: fuck your ideological purity Okay. Nobody's going to adhere to the to the platonic ideal of whatever you want. Okay. So let's deal with the big problem first. We can hammer down the fine details later.
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
2: <laughs> uh. As a matter of fact, let me point this out. A friend of mine who lives in the U.K. just posted this on Facebook. The fun sight on Twitter of someone claiming to be very much against fascists, saying that they hope when we hmm, take over from the right wing in America, there's quote, no checks and balances, remove the representation. You don't get to say no fascists and yes to a dictatorship that I think represents Yeah. And don't think you yeah. wouldn't be the one getting disappeared in the night and shot in the back of the head in the nice dictatorship if you got in the way.
0: Yeah, that's Let's not, oh, let's correct but not overcorrect, please. Yeah. There's there's the thing to be said for balance and i, I... That's something that, at least in my own life, I try to strive for. And, hey, why not get other people to try and strive for it, too? I don't always succeed in finding balance, but I at (laughs) least try and strive for it. You know, and and I encourage others to do the same. There are some things, if you're talking about just ideologically, there are some things on, you know, many different sides of the aisle that might be okay. You know, keep holding back your spending from things that are more frivolous. Sure. You know, a, a a typical conservative talking point, but at the same time, you also need to be able to pay your government. You got to have the money to run, so you need to have the higher taxes. Which you know, you don't have to hire tax the poor people. We have billionaires in this country. We can tax the fuck out of them. They will be fine. Yes. They're not going to go in the poorhouse if we tax them at twenty five, fifty, seventy five percent. However, however exactly we need to go. So, there, there are ways to do it. Now, there are some things I, you know, that are just, no, you know, you don't need to compromise on. Such as the rights to everybody to have equal opportunity under the law. The right for everybody, male, female, black, white, trans people, whoever, you know, to be able to go out and not worry about whether or not they're going to be harassed or shot or otherwise. It's, you know, that's not negotiable. Because you're infringing upon that other person's right. And... Q, you know, And this is a mes- message to all those, those fucking white honky crackers who keep calling the cops on black people for just re- pretty much existing. I say black people, yes. but, but black people I've seen, uh, like, uh, you know, Puerto Ricans and, and other not—basically people of color. It yes. is where I'm going there. So you fucking honkies need to stop it! Signed, <laughs> signed a honky. And, yes. And we're preaching to
2: the choir here, but motherfuckers. Puerto Rico is part of the United States, idiots. Yeah. Yes. It is a territory. It is not a state, but it is a territory. It is under US government control. They are citizens.
0: Yes. That is very true. Which makes it all the more enraging that wait, wait, wait. How how much help did what was the did the federal government send to Puerto Rico? Oh yeah, very little. Uh, but I don't think we need to dig that back up. Just just know that they could use more help, as could the people of Flint, Michigan. You know, they, they still need fresh water as last yes. time I checked. Oh. <laughs> so much of the stuff just needed to get out. God damn. Uh So, from there, uh, unless, unless either one of you have anything else you want to add to the whole political discussion, um, no.
1: uh i would i would I would like to add that you have to give civility to get civility. Mm-hmm. and the right wing of this country has been incredibly rude and incredibly disrespectful to everyone left wing for a very long time. And I'm sorry, but they don't deserve civility.
0: I can agree with that. It's i i once i think I did it on Twitter, compared it to being punched in the balls repeatedly by a bully and then ex- being expected to still treat the bully with respect? It's like, no, fuck you. You can only get punched in the ball so many times before you say, no, nope, fuck that, and deck the bully. Here yes. we could do, do it metaphorically, but... <laughs> and, and and again, and... To, to bring it back to Aaron's point, too, on the grand scale, yeah, fuck your civility. On the individual scale, your mileage will vary. Is, is... Yeah is a whole basic thing. So, you know, use your own discretion on this. If if you're fine with shouting off and making your workplace or or your home life more, you know, you know more of a stress then, you know, go for it. If not, you know, you do you. Either way, I, either way, take care of yourself <laughs> and make sure you are okay. Uh, I think I got it all right. <laughs>
1: and if that means Yeah. And if that means cutting conservatives out of your life, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. I've, I, you know, I've turned my Facebook into a liberal echo chamber and I like it like that. (laughs) Yeah. I just got rid of all of the conservative voices in my life and I feel much better.
0: Yeah. I, I am not quite like that with mine. Um, I mean, look at some of the people that have commented on my, Threads like in the past six months, um, some fights have started, which you know you 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 talk back and and you insult certain friends of mine. I will just grab my helmet, put on the damn helmet, and grab some popcorn because she will she will um, uh, metaphorically and 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 verbally eviscerate your ass, and you will, <laughs> and you will deserve it by and large. But you know, but at the, but I I'm a, I'm of the I am at the point where it's like, you know what? I feel like getting rid of them on my own would give them too much satisfaction, whether they realize it or not. So make them delete me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's happened very oh. much, but hey, you know what? <laughs> it, it's still there. One of my
1: one of my Facebook friends care. is. Oh. oh,
0: sorry, Aaron. What did right. you say?
2: I don't care. Life's too short. If anybody wants, at, at this point, anytime I get to a point in an argument where I know I'm not going to convince anybody of anything, I say, like, okay, fine, you win. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I block their ass. Yeah. I'm and too let petty them for that. Let them, get, let them go. Let them claim they own the lib. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting what I want, which is not to have to talk to them anymore.
0: <laughs> hey, perfectly valid way of doing it, too.
1: Yes, uh. definitely.
0: And, you know, I'm actually reminded of an old article uh, that Maddox, the best page in the universe, wrote. I, I think it was, an, it was either an article or, or a fan mail he was responding to or whatever. And he mentioned that he was in a debate or an argument with somebody online. And he was pu- typing out all these well-reasoned arguments, well-thought ar- arguments, you know, putting the brain to work and the other person on the the person on the other side just kept saying the same thing over and over and over again and saying well he won he won it's like that's what that that that's pretty much what the argument is you know that's that that's pretty much the thing you know i i it, it fits somewhere in this in this current climate just you know you could you could say all you want but it's not about convincing anybody of anything it's just it's yeah all anybody yeah. oh, so with that, let's go ahead and hit the news, which I have made sure to keep I'm trying to at least end the news on the lighter note, and I think I might have might actually be able to do that. but uh, and there's a little bit of a bookend too on this one. I'm kind of proud of it. So our first news story for this week comes out of Omaha, Nebraska, where investigators are looking into the cause of a morning semi truck fire on the Dodge Expressway near 114th Street. Fire shut down two eastbound lanes. Uh, Lieutenant Matt Sutter of the Nebraska State Patrol tweeted a picture of the burnt Cargo, which was a load of hot dogs, adding, quote, Luckily, no one was hurt, just hungry.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would be, too. That's a lot of hot dogs. Oh. Mm, nice
1: and charred.
0: Yes. Uh. And, and, hey, you they're, know what? They're,
1: they're best with a little bit of char on the outside. Just, just a little. little.
0: Mm-hmm. Add, add a little bit of ketchup or mustard, depending on where you're from. I, I said ketchup, and I know Becky is sitting there listening to be like, you, you heathen. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Chicago, so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank, you. Know again, like it says in the article, thankfully the driver was okay. I just want to know, how the fuck did that happen? Uh, I mean, there's, like, uh, so many things that could have happened to – Cause that truck to catch on fire, and I'm pretty sure since they were they were hauling hot dogs, it was a reefer trailer. Did the did the reefer engine catch a flame? Holy fuck! Do oh, not. Uh, this is why you pre-trip, kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh Any any anything you want to add on this one, Aaron? No. Okay. I hate hot dogs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh So, this next one comes out of Oregon. A Lebanon man was accused of threatening to kill people at the Oregon Lottery headquarters, and he says the email threat was a terrible mistake on my part.
1: No, really?
0: No, shit. In a message provided by Oregon State Police on Thursday, Jason Ouellette apologized to anyone at the lottery agency frightened by the shooting threat and says he plans to get help for his gambling addiction. I was angry at myself after losing a substantial amount of money playing a lottery machine the previous day, said Olette, 42. I have struggled with gambling for many years. It is not immediately clear how much money Olette lost. Olette was arrested at his home Tuesday, hours after sending the email to the lottery office in Salem, the state police said. He faces an accusation of menacing, police said. He was booked and later released from the Marion County Jail due to overcrowding, police said. Sorry, I had to go for the rule of three on that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh god. If you if your response to making mistakes is to threaten violence against somebody else, you need help.
0: Just a little bit. And at least and at least he is saying, I don't know if he's actually sincere about it, but I and I hope he is that he is planning to get help for his gambling addiction. Good. Gambling can be fun. But, you know, just like anything else, you can be addicted to it. Or, you know, or if you go by one of the old ladies who runs a bingo hall around here, it's not really gambling. It's just a chance you take. (laughs) That is an actual quote.
1: I mean, I guess.
0: Yeah. She's not wrong, but just redundant. She's
1: not right either. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: But... And and I will admit I, I do sometimes like the lotto scratch offs or whatever, and every now and then I will go play bingo, and I understand, you know, not you know, it's just like any other game, you know, you lose, sometimes you get a little pissed off. That's fine, but just dude, especially in this climate of of like mass shootings happening more often, really, dude? Yeah, just the fuck dude., uh, God damn. And this was in Oregon. What the hell, Oregon? Uh. Oh. Oh. So what say you, Aaron?
2: I really have no comment on this one either. Oh,
0: wow. Uh. Oh. So the next, our next one. The guy who did something stupid. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of people doing other stupid things. Oh, someone's out of Texas. And apparently and and there's a a new Purge movie, The First Purge coming out or actually is out by the time this is up, I think. It uh, is. Yeah. And of course, you have to have a prequel to almost everything nowadays, including the Purge movies. It's like it's a movie about no laws being what what is it? 12 hours, no laws and you can do oh. anything you want.
2: Yeah, basically, but see here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Purge movies that nobody gets. Mm-hmm. The Purge actually is a dystopian is a dystopian sci-fi series. The problem is it gets no respect because the first movie because they took a really good idea for a premise for a dystopia and then they wasted their whole first movie on generic home invasion movie number 7320. That's why the Purge doesn't get as much respect as because the other movies in the series as i understand it i have yet to actually watch them but the other movies in the series as i understand it is that is is revealed that the whole reason for the purge is not the stated one that the public believes which is to do uh, a national day of excising anger and violence out of people and everything's fine no it is the purpose of the purge as set up by the new founding fathers of america america is to make sure that the poor and the displaced spend more time killing each other and lowering the population so that there's more rich people.
1: That's um, the whole purpose
2: behind it. Oh. See, yeah,
1: I, that sounds about right.
2: <sighs> and that's why there's a, that's why we have the first purge, because pretty much, um, as I understand it, the third movie, Election Year, was all about one particular member of Congress trying to get the purge, make trying to end the purge. And here's the thing, according to the rules, I've looked this up like on Wikipedia because I've been like I said, I've been curious about the films, I just haven't gotten around to watching them yet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, according to the rules, members of co- members of Congress and the executive branch and the judicial branch are all exempt from the purge. It's still illegal to kill them. Except in election year they change the rules so that this one senator who wants to end the purge becomes a viable target.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, so the first purge is how they actually move this in. And from looking at some of the reviews, yeah, it looks like what happens is um, it's the first time they do it, and they, like, say, okay, all crime is legal, including murder, for the next 12 hours. They're doing, like, a test, like, on Staten Island or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's, like, a limited area, so they're testing it out on Staten Island. And much to their surprise the poor don't immediately the poor and the black people and don't immediately go on a massive murder spree. So they decide, the government decides to send in death squads to kick things off.
0: Oh, God damn.
2: Yeah. So the so first I've... movies are a lot, from what I understand, anybody who's actually seen any of them beyond the first one, pretty much they've said, yeah, the first one sucks. The others are like really terrifying just because of the world that it is. Which is more and more resembling ours.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that is the scary one. Ooh. This, is, this is the future that Donald Trump wants, probably. Yep.
2: Well, hell, if you look at the uh, poster for the first purge, it's basically a Make America Great Again hat with the first purge written on it. Same hat, same
0: font. Ooh.
1: Spe- yeah, it's not exactly
0: subtle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of those hats... Did you guys hear that uh, one of the one of the makers of like the knockoff MAGA hats or whatever, it the they're they're being affected by all of by all this goddamn trade warring going on, because they get oh really China, and that they're not figures. It's like uh huh yeah you assholes voted him in and now <laughs> it's coming back to and bite you in really the ass.
2: this guy who basically whose only business philosophy is fuck the other guy before you get fucked is gonna was going to save your ass, Sheriff. Yeah. Uh, As I've said before, I am Jack's complete lack of surprise.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Anyway,
2: back to this story. Yes.
0: So, we bring up The Purge because this happened at a screening of The First Purge in Texas. Uh, Police said a Texas man stabbed another man after getting into an argument over reserved seats at a screening of The First Purge movie last Friday. Sherman police said that prior to the stabbing, Brian Morrison, 40, was sitting in a seat reserved for Terry Honor and his wife, Anna. Honor confronted Morrison in the occupied, about the occupied seat. I can read. Afterward, the suspect and a woman accompanying him went to find other seats, A Sherman County Sheriff's Office police report detailed. Police said that a short time later, Morrison walked past Honor and made a comment to the effect of, I should be able to sit where I want. Hey, asshole. It's a reserved seat. That means somebody paid to sit in that exact spot. They have priority. Shut the fuck up. But of course he did not shut the fuck up. Uh police said on rose honor the on They they spell it's it differently pronounced both. Honor. Yeah. I think it's just
2: pronounced honor.
0: Yeah. I I see where I got thrown off. This one is actually a typo compared to the other ones. Ha. Huh? Guys, editors, spell check. I shouldn't have to do it for you. Uh But um but police had Honor asked if there was a problem and Morrison at, responded, do you want some? Both yeah. men began to fight and punch each other before because
2: Morrison... Being asked, because being asked to move to different theater is such a challenge.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh no, I have to move to maybe three seats down. Oh no. Uh, and that's in the best of circumstances. I don't know how full the theater was. Uh, both men began to fight and punch each other before Morrison pulled out a knife and stabbed Honor in the stomach, police said. The victim was stabbed by a six-inch knife and released from the hospital early, earlier this week. Morrison was arrested for four days after the incident, arrested four days after the incident, and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. I would say so. Look. Yeah. I, I, I have specific places where I like to sit in a movie theater. I, you know. I don't see I don't go to see movies and theaters very much, but I am very much, you know, a, a theater major. And I have learned going to live theater and going to films and all of that that some of the best spots not right up front, especially in a, in a film theater, holy shit. But some of the best spots are like kind of in the back, a little bit in the middle. You can get all the action. You don't have to crane your neck one way or the other, and you're good. You know, and, and and it translates well to live theater as well. So I can understand wanting to have a spot like that, sure. But you know what? I think it was uh, Wonder Woman. Becky and I went to go see. And normally we do try to sit kind of a little bit further back. But by the time we actually made it in there, it was a little full. So we had to sit up the front. But you know what we did not do? We didn't complain. We just said, ah, all right, you know, <laughs> we're going to hurt our necks for a little bit. But we'll work all, all those kinks later. No big deal. We sat. We enjoyed it. You know, there was a couple of assholes behind us that that kept talking throughout the goddamn film as though they were watching it at home, which we both wanted to reach back and sucker punch but you know but that, that has that has more to do with you know interrupting people. Point being it, it, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it.
2: Let us remind everyone that the world is rapidly turning into the world of the purge. It's not here yet. The purge yes. is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> the purge is you not cannot a thing. legally
1: stab someone yet.
2: Ooh. Yeah, no matter how much people online keep saying they think it's a good idea. Yeah, just...
0: Uh. Uh. Although I
2: will give credit to the people on Twitter who basically figured out that under the old, under the rules of the franchise, there's plenty of ways to undermine the whole... Like, uh, one of the best ones I heard was... Uh, one of the best ones I read was, All right, so, you know, they put in there The Purge the purge all crime is legal for the next 12 hours oh cool so i can hack into the bank accounts of the one percent and distribute it amongst the 99 percent <laughs> to oh, actually yes. help people uh wait yeah. no, that's not what we meant <laughs> know,
1: i've seen i've seen a number of memes pointing out that like why does everybody in these movies just jump straight to murder when there's a lot of other things that you could do mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, uh, that you know what? I'm that... sure there is. I'm sure there is, but it's not as horrifying. That's the yeah. yeah. It's a horror franchise. That's why. But yeah. you know, it's like I can think. I actually thought of something even more horrifying. Uh-oh. It's like I've, uh, other people are pointing out. Yeah, just go rob a bank, get some money, <laughs> get some money, hack your student loan, hack your student loan provider.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Get, hire some guys to hack the student loan providers and get rid of your debt. I don't know, but. Um, there's actually one aspect to it which actually makes it more horrifying because, yeah, not everybody's going to jump to murder. I have to think, God, what about the rape statistics? Ooh. oh Ooh. That is a very good Yeah. A, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's that.
0: Ooh. Yeah, they're there, mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's the good
2: with the bad. It's a a double-edged sword. The whole concept is a double-edged sword.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: And also, another thing to also note, you know, with the whole hacking and everything, it could also be done to you Mm -hmm. as well. That's true. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Like you said, double-edged sword. (laughs) Oh. Mm -hmm. But from here, we're going to go to Florida. Because, of course, take a shot. (laughs) <laughs> of Little Kissimmee, Florida, which for those who don't know, Kissimmee, Florida is literally right next to Disney World. I know we have we actually have a timeshare condo in the area. Yeah, you guys are rich. No, not really. <laughs> we we just managed to get it back in the 90s. Timeshare co- timeshare condos are dirt
2: cheap out there. Yeah. I mean, no.
0: Yeah. And then the again. Okay. Well, either way, I, I hear Timeshare condo. I think, oh, rich, hoity-toity, waspy people. But then again, that's been mostly my experience, so. so.
2: Oh, wait, but given the beginning of this article, I just have to do this. And now, friends, it's time once again for the adventures of Florida Man. Yes, where there is stupid stupidity running rampant, he'll be there. Where there <laughs> is the, the bizarre, the strange, and the outright impractical, he's on top of it. And when there's anything that you can't possibly believe any human being would rationally do, he will prove you wrong. So sit back, relax for the latest thrilling adventure of Florida
0: Man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Bravo! I I have okay. When I go to edit this, I have got to cut that out and make it a thing. And, and yes, you should. Oh yes. But so anyway, Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, a Florida man built a hidden fuel bladder into his pickup truck to conceal more than 1,000 gallons of diesel fuel purchased with with dozens of stolen and fraudulent credit cards, according to officials with the Osceola County Sheriff's Office, who said he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for some observant Wawa employees. And their dog. <laughs> yes! <laughs> 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 oh! Oh! The Scooby-Doo setup, I love it. Oh, and also, I didn't realize we have Wawa in Florida. I know this now. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, the, there is. I
2: was. I every time I go down there, my friends down there. Oh, we got to go to Wawa. at some like,
0: Okay, sure.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I recognize it is a very higher end convenience store with just about every goddamn thing you could ever want. But still,
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of Wawa here. is
2: to Wawa is to the south as Bucky's to Texas, as I understand it.
0: That's what I, that's what I understand it as too. Uh, Although I know, like, in, like, the Northeast and all that, there's, like, a little rivalry between Wawa and Sheets. Thank you, NPR. Uh, So, anyway, back to the story. Deputies pulled over Orlando Gonzalez Menendez, 35— Okay, stop, stop, stop.
2: The guy's name is Orlando Gonzalez Menendez?
0: Yes. This
2: is going to sound horribly racist, but it isn't. I'm mostly thinking about his first name. That is the most Florida name on the face of the earth. You are not
3: exactly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, I will, I will own it with you. I, I, I get where you're coming from. It's like, yeah, definitely. Uh, it can
2: be misconstrued as being racist, but it isn't. It's mostly just because his name is his last names are of Hispanic origin, and his first name is Orlando. That's just what, and he's in Florida, yeah. in Kissimmee. The old... Which is a st- literally a
0: stone's throw away from Florida. It's like, ah! You mean a th- stone's throw away we from Orlando, right?
2: discovered Florida man's secret identity! <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, okay, he was he was in Kissimmee on Wednesday. He, uh, you know, he he was pulled over in Kissimmee on Wednesday after he left a Wawa gas station on North Orange Blossom Trail. Uh, because, of course, he was on fucking OBT. Please. Of course. Goddamn. Uh Wawa employees called authorities after they said Gonzalez Menendez made multiple $100 transactions for diesel fuel and put it all in his F-650 pickup truck at one time. Okay.
1: Yeah, that does sound suspicious.
0: Okay. Here, here is this – is, this is a case of you should not be doing this thing, especially with fraudulent credit cards. But if you're going to, this is what you do. Go to a goddamn truck stop. Seriously. Or go to several or go to several different gas stations. There is yeah. that too. But see the truck stop, if you don't want to make multiple trips, you go to a truck stop because I know there's at least a Pilot and a Loves in the area, and that's just a couple of the major ones. You could go to one of those. You know, semi drivers, they spend several hundred dollars, you know, per fill up. You know, well, either the drivers themselves or the companies, but you get the point. So, yeah. they're likely maybe not going to suspect anything if they're just looking at the thing because you could do it all out there at the pump eh. so anyway the employee suspected the truck may have an illegal fuel bladder according to the arrest report and this is something I didn't know I didn't realize before before all this came out I didn't realize that A you could have a reserve tank like that you know or and B that that it's illegal or at least this particular one is uh, the deputy who initially pulled over the truck wrote in the arrest report that he smelled an overwhelming and distinct odor, odor of diesel fuel okay in fairness he could have just gotten it all over himself but we know we know better uh, the doors of the storage compartments on the back of the F-650 were welded shut which is where the deputies found a hidden metal tank according to the report then it's it's not a platter it's a tank uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's a little separately I think they're two separate things I'm not a gearhead uh, Florida moving Highway Patrol. Hmm? Yeah. I said moving on. Oh yeah. Florida Highway mm-hmm. Patrol troopers estimated the tank could conceal about 1,170 gallons of fuel.
1: That is so much fuel.
0: Yeah. For the record, a typical semi, uh at least the one I'm driving now, uh, it is in it is a Freightliner, and it holds about two hundred gallons of fuel between two tanks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it's also it's also a big-ass truck, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, we're, you know... After placing Gonzalez Menendez under arrest for the tank, deputies searched the F-650 and found 20 credit cards hidden in, a, hidden in a cigarette box and another 20 hidden under an orange traffic cone in the utility compartment of the truck. No word on why he has the traffic cone. Uh eh, he could be just Uh A total of 47 credit cards were found in the vehicle, according to the report. That's a lot of identity theft. Yes. Deputy said 39 of the cards appeared to be counterfeit because the bank identification numbers did not match the financial institutions associated with the credit cards. If that card Mm -hmm. gets into any kind of accident, it's a driving bomb almost, said Major Jacob Ruiz with the Osceola County Sheriff's Office.
1: Yeah. A thousand gallons? Yeah.
0: Definitely. Ruiz says these kinds of crimes can be tougher to catch, which is why he asks everyone to look out for anything suspicious going on at the pump. A pickup truck shouldn't be consuming thousands and thousands of dollars of gasoline, he said. Don't hesitate to call. Let us check it out. If it's nothing, we'll find out it's nothing. Well, there goes my truck stop plan. Uh, uh, (laughs) Gonzalez Menendez is being charged with unlawful conveyance of fuel, credit card fraud, possession of counterfeit and stolen credit cards, credit card theft, and grand theft. He is being held on 38.6k bail in the Osceola County Jail. Yeah, (laughs) you know, Uh, driving a bomb aside, you know, you know, you, 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 you're probably going to be going away for a long time, buddy. Just, you know, identity theft. No joke.
1: I Um, wonder if he was like going to sell the fuel or if he was like, like, what, what do you need with a thousand gallons?
2: No, he's just really serious about hurricane prep. There you go. that, that, That is another thing.
0: You know. He
1: wants to make sure that when the hurricane picks up his truck and smashes it on the ground, it makes a really big explosion.
0: <laughs> because hey, you know we we have hurricanes up the Wazoo all you know throughout the hurricane season. We we're getting bored with it. We need something to spice it up a bit. So let's just have a basically a truck bomb. So until Ooh. we have a real life Sharknado, we... <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> oh Lordy. <laughs> And that's another thrilling adventure of Florida Man. Tune in next week when Florida Man takes on his arch nemesis, the the Florida State Police, in a Mexican standoff that's nowhere near Mexico, but possibly somewhere near Cuba, and involves a boat (laughs) and a shark. And this copy is blurred. Dad, could could we get a better exit, please? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, tune in again next week for the
0: exciting adventures of Florida Man. Yay! Yay. <laughs> oh, so we leave Florida and Florida, man. And we go up to Dover, New Hampshire. First of all, I would just like to remark that I didn't realize that there was a Dover in New Hampshire. I only heard of the one in Delaware. Ah, uh,
2: The city that means well.
0: Yeah. And apparently Delaware is also a place where people will, like, hollow out a pickle and eat, your, eat milk and cereal in it. Yeah. What? Yeah. They, that, that's some weird shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Governor. I really needed to hear that right after lunch. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> but uh but this uh, but in a similar vein, considering we are talking about food, this happens at a grocery store. A bizarre chain of events led to a man being arrested Thursday after he fell through the ceiling of a grocery store in Dover. Yeah, I I stretched that pretty thin, I admit. Uh, Police said that they were not looking for 30-year-old Eric Lombardi when they responded to a bank robbery at the shopping plaza on Central Avenue, but the Dover man panicked when he saw police pouring into the parking lot. Lombardi is out on bail for a drug offense in Raymond, but is not connected to the bank robbery in any way, police said. When officers went into the Shaws and the plaza to see if the supermarket surveillance system captured clues from the bank robbery, they heard trouble. While an officer was in the store, attempting to pull surveillance, he heard a commotion in the back room behind the deli. Some employees came running out and said a man just partially fell through the drop ceiling in the deli, uh, Over Police Lieutenant Scott Pettengill said. Uh, When the officer went to see what was going on, he saw a man's legs hanging through the drop ceiling over the seafood and deli area of the store and making them unfit to be sold unless they're packaged properly. Let's hope they were. Minutes later, his legs fell through again. This time, over the refrigerated meat section. Again, hoped it was packaged properly, and they started to flush him out. At which point, he again came through the ceiling by the deli where some officers were standing. Pettigill said, uh, "The store had to be evacuated while police went into the ceiling to coax Lombari out." He, uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining them, like, like, like taking some sort of thing, like, uh, um, like, oh, yeah, wait, wait. ice cream, Bill. You want- there you go. Coax him out with some ice cream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <We> got, <laughs> Eric, Eric, we got ice cream here. We we have ice. cream. You can have the ice cream if you come
0: out, Eric. Mm-hmm. Come on, honey. Let's have some ice cream and we can all go home. <laughs> yes. Oh. Officials said Labari went, went into the store through the main entrance, went into an unlocked storage area, and somehow got into the ceiling. It is unclear whether he used the ladder or caused damage to get into the ceiling. He's basically scared. He thought the initial response to the robbery was a response for him, Petten said. Officers said they have never seen anything like this before. You guys don't watch What the Fuck is Wrong with You, do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, because that's... I, I was going to say, well, that's uh, happened many yeah. times before.
2: Yeah, well, admittedly, it's in New Hampshire. Not a lot of shit like this
0: happens in New True. Um oh. Lombardi was arrested and charged with criminal mischief, trespassing, and re- resisting arrest. Uh, and the store was able to reopen after said arrest. Because, of course, I have to read things out of order. Just, uh, dude, <laughs> people do weird things when they're scared.
1: Yes. Uh. But, like, and and, and this is a thing that they've talked about on What the Fuck is Wrong with You too. is ceilings are not made to hold the weight of a person.
0: No, not the kind of ceiling that this store obviously has. It's just no. Like, it's basically drop tiles
2: are basically just friggin' particle board, not even very sturdy part. Not even particle board. It's not even wood. It's usually just compressed cardboard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I remember. Oh God, I don't remember if it was like high school or college or something. But I remember seeing somebody like try to climb up into one of those. I, I, it was obviously closer to a place where you could get go around safely up there. But it's like. How the fuck do you do that without falling through? Because I've pretty much always been heavy since high school and beyond. And I look at that and I'm like, yeah, no. I go up there. I'm crashing through. Uh. None of you seen The Breakfast Club. Jesus Christ. Uh. Oh, Lordy. Oh, good. I feel old now. Thanks, guys. Hey, I've seen (laughs) it. I actually have it. Thank you very much.
1: I know I've seen it, but I I think I saw it once a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I know. The, I know the exact scene when you're talking about. Nelson comes cra- this, doing
2: exactly that and crashes his ass through the ceiling. Yep, <laughs> forgot
0: my pencil. <laughs> yeah, oops. Yeah. So our our final story this week takes place in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Which, from what I understand, there there is a park there that is very anti Pokemon Go that made some national news. But that's not what this story is about. Um. A semi-truck d- carrying Miller Lite hit the Interstate 94 overpass on General Mitchell Boulevard late Thursday night. Police on the scene told the local news that the truck was carrying around 23 pallets of Miller Lite. No word on any possible injuries. The beer was taken out of the truck before the semi was towed away from the scene. Officer on the scene did not believe any beer was lost. And I put this out there as a public service announcement to anybody who who even wants to rent a, like a moving truck or something. Pay attention to to any signage on the truck as to your, your overhead clearance late, your overhead clearance. Uh, semi-trucks, typically, if you, you're looking at like your boxes, you know, your dry vans and your reefers, you know, the ones you typically see on the road, they're 13 and a half feet clearance. So if you see a sign that says 13.6 or higher, you can go under it with that. Although 13.6, it also depends on other factors. That's very, 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 very close. But, um... But if it's under that, then, uh, yeah, don't try and go under there. And there is actually a video. There's actually a video series out there of one very infamous bridge. I think it's in North Carolina. It's, like, 11-8. I think it's, like, the 11-8 eight, eight bridge out there. And they have cameras set up. And it shows just how often people and, – and I'm talking not just, like, regular people who are, like, driving moving vans. Just, like, actual professional drivers, even military personnel <laughs> – Don't understand this. Don't get this. And it's like boom, boom, boom. And it's like, you guys really think you're gonna make it? Uh,
1: (laughs) You're not gonna win that fight.
0: No, you are not. (laughs) The bridge
1: is harder than your truck.
0: Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. It is. It is. It's basically. It's. It's like taking the can. It's like taking a can, and like just peeling it back. That's what happens. Uh, And there's. And you can't say, well, I didn't know. Bullshit, there's a lot of signs telling you, hey, don't fucking do that. And there are even places, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they would have a place like that around there, where you they would have an overheight detector for trucks, and if it's blinking, that means you need to change your route right the hell now. Because if you keep going this route, you're going to hit the thing, and it's going to hurt your truck, and possibly you. uh but, but I just like the fact that they're like, oh, we don't think any beer was lost. <laughs> I'm storing some. Uh, I, I, I'm storing some of it in my belly. <laughs> this,
2: is the, this is the worst Smokey and the Bandit remake ever. Yes, <laughs> yes it is.
0: <laughs> oh, and having driven through Milwaukee in a semi, it's uh, uh, it, it's a pain in the ass. But you know what? You can still get around and and not hit any of these overpasses if you're paying attention. That's all there is to it. And if you think you're going to hit, there's no shame in stopping and getting somebody to help you back out and get onto a better route. The police officers are there for that. So, you know, police officers, highway patrolmen, whatever. So, PSA, watch your damn over. Watch your damn height. Uh, uh, and, and with that, that is all for our news this week, and that is going to be the end of the show this week. Whew. So, hopefully... Hopefully beyond this, I'll be able to try and... I, I'm still trying to work out some sort of a, a compromise to where I can get somewhere with a decent Wi-Fi connection. Truck stop Wi-Fi has been such a pain in the ass lately. And and not, not only be able to do this, but also do other things. Um, I've also, I think I may have mentioned it at the top of the show, I've got another video coming out. A... Uh, if I, if I didn't mention it before I'm mentioning it now I've got another video coming out should be out by the end of the week it's a it's an animated video sprite animated video because that's what I can do uh, it's actually a movie review on second glance so yay yeah, that's that's a fun one that's actually kind of yes. been in, that's been in the works for a few months but again working mm. on the road and, and all of that stuff has just been a pain in the ass so and not only does it suck time it sucks energy out too. So, you know, I, I need to try and find a way to balance it. If that means I have to move back to the Midwest, I will, which actually works quite well for me anyway. Guess that's where I want to move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but Naomi, if we wanted to find you and talk to you on the interwebs, where could we find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Naomi Washburn and on Instagram also at Naomi Washburn.
0: Yay! And Aaron. Where can we find you and the things that you do? You can find me on Twitter at shallow15
2: s h a l l o w one five, and you can also find me on YouTube, YouTube.com backslash dubiouskan d u b i o u s k h a n, and of course all my usual stuff. Even though once again I haven't updated my stuff on the site in months at rtgomer.com.
0: Yeah, don't don't feel too bad. It's been a while for me too. <laughs> and it's your site. I know. <laughs> That is pretty bad. Uh, But if you wanted to find some other stuff that I'm doing, uh, my Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, Instagram even, uh, find all that at Gomer21XX. I do have a Facebook page uh, at GomerRantingThespian. I don't think there's... Well, there's also rtgomer.com, nerdvice.com, which I know they're looking into redoing things. Uh, I do know that there's also the uh, Unawesome's Twitter, that's run by Holly Christine and uh, and Val. Go send them some stuff if you want help. If you want them to help promote, uh, they do have a Patreon. I don't have it right on hand, but I think it's pin. It's, it should be pinned on their Twitter. I think. Been a while since I've looked, but uh, go go check them out. Especially if you have stuff you want to promote. You know they're they are good. They are good people. Um, and of course because I haven't. I haven't done so in the show proper as well. Uh, do check out uh, Becky's stuff. She's not only my girlfriend, but she also does the wonderful title card art for this show. Uh, check out her website, becky-hopkins.com. You can support her on Patreon at patreon.com slash Hop, And she has a webcomic at otherworldlycomic.com. And do do go give her some likes, give her some love, and give her some encouragement. She could, you know, she could, she could very much use it, I think. Uh, well, we all can, really. Uh, so with that, thank you guys for listening, take care everybody, and until next time, this is Gomer, the Ranting Thespian, with Namio and Aaron Mills, a.k.a. Dubious Khan, signing off. Thespian Talk is an RT Gomer Productions presentation. Our show's theme is Kick Shock by Kevin McLeod. Find out more at Incompetech.com. If you like this show and want to help support future episodes, head over to Patreon.com slash Gomer21XX. For a contribution as little as a dollar per production, you can get early access to all future productions, as well as monthly Patreon-only vlogs and announcements. Our show's artwork was produced by the talented Becky Hopkins, who can be commissioned by going to patreon.com slash beckyhop. Check us out on iTunes or visit rtgomer.com for more great shows.